0: Welcome back, listeners and subscribers, to For Your Amusement Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all about theme parks around the country, all for your amusement. I'm here with my friends Nick and Nolan. Guys, welcome.
1: Genies. What up? What up? And Robin Williams.
0: It's infiltrated
1: the
2: parks. And this is a horrible segue. Okay, so (laughs) Nolan was talking pre-show, and he kind of came up with an interesting uh, tidbit of information about the Genie+. Plus. I have, Nolan has, and Kyle has, continually bashed this whole thing since the beginning. But, Nolan, go ahead and and drop that statistic that you did pre-show.
3: Yeah, so there's a couple of those facts that they um, talked about um, yesterday to our favorite CEO. Um, so <laughs> uh what was announced or talked about was that they said that about one third of Walt Disney visitors use or upgrade to the disney g d plus um also guest spending is up thirty percent, and something that I saw too, which was like uh a wild statistic, was uh there's still about six and a half billion in revenue down from its parts wow. compared to, uh, 2019. Whoa. Holy oh, so, smokes. I mean, last year was obviously like, you can't really determine that, but, um, this year was pretty much COVID. I mean, there's still COVID international was obviously not a factor, but still that's, that's a lot of stuff that they're kind of losing. So first you could start with the genie plus and kind of what you guys think on that.
2: Well, I think. It, I'll, I'll tell you this from first-hand experience. The reason why I was going to be a hard boycott, I'm not getting it, I'm not getting it, I'm not getting it, and I was there midday in Magic Kingdom in line for the Jungle Cruise, and we looked through the wait times on the app, and they were like 40 minutes plus for almost everything, and we obviously we weren't going to wait that long, so the wait times forced us into getting it. And I have a feeling that might contribute to the... Third percentage, um, it is beneficial as far as a time saver, but the, it still rubbed me the wrong way that they had it for free for years and years and years. And all of a sudden, they need to make up the lost money from COVID, and they decide to implement a paid system. Now, my wait time was cut by, I would say, 70% on mm. Every ride, which is very significant. We were talking about this in a previous podcast. Um and we also talked about in previous podcasts if, if you guys would do it yourselves. Um now Nolan, do you know if this third is incorporating Disney and meaning Disneyland and Disney World? Or is it just Disney World?
3: Um Disney World. Disney Disney okay. World. Okay. Yeah, because I know also with Disneyland, um, I believe it's twenty bucks instead of fifteen. I mean, not right. like it's a huge difference, but you know, still with say you have like five kids or something like that, that's an extra hundred bucks, you know?
1: Right. Um, it's kind of shocking what you told me though about them still being in a a
2: deep hole, uh, revenue wise. Because when I was there, my God, it was like. <laughs> A fire brigade. People were buying stuff up like crazy, um, and you said that merchandise was up.
3: Uh, uh, yeah, thirty percent, about yeah, yeah. Okay, and, so that's int- oh, good. Ahead, good. Ahead. And also, there was a a story that I saw I think this week, um, talking about that where there's a bunch of obviously Nick would know, but a bunch of resellers. And they have to have these limits and all that, and pretty much what they might decide to do in the future is they might crack down and kind of penalize people who do that and even, like, revoke their annual passes and et cetera. So that's how, like, bad has gotten.
2: (laughs) Kyle, do you have anything? Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, something
0: also that I wanted to to note, just, Nick, you were talking about, like, how you were stunned that it was, you know, we pre-pandemic levels, you know, still aren't being reached uh, because the parks are so crowded. Um, I think the main reason for that is because international travel is still not really, you know, happening. And Mm. a lot of a lot of those visitors over the year are from international people, as well as also people outside of Florida. A lot of people are not coming from outside of Florida. So I think that's a huge chunk of people that they're missing.
2: Very good point, because I think the annual pass is still restricted to Florida residents. Um, or i guess california residents i don't think you can get that if you live in mississippi um <laughs> uh i just want to go back real fast because Nolan, i did see something about them with trying to control uh resellers and all that stuff so i'm going to again I'll, I'll talk about this firsthand i am one of those people who uh big art guy big collector of things <laughs> i have a lot of things and a lot of things that i buy are worth a lot of fucking money in the aftermarket i have things that i'm looking at right now that are worth like 100 percent, 600 percent over what I paid retail for. And it's really enticing for people who are flippers because you can make a lot of money in that aftermarket. It's like shoes or anything else. So I think it is great that they're trying to crack down on this with revoking, you know, um, uh, annual passes if you're caught. But listen, criminals, I'm not going to say that right. They're not really criminals, but these people are savvy and they're going to work in teams. They're going to figure out a way around it. Um, I think it's great intention, but I think stopping it is just so difficult. It's like bots trying to buy anything online. Bots will beat you to it every time. Um, but it's kind of sad though, because these people who are buying and flipping are taking away from the opportunity of somebody who really does want to own that thing and and enjoy it or give it as a gift. And then they have to shell out money that maybe they don't have, you know, for Christmas to get it for their kid or whatever. And, you know, that's a whole, whole nother can of worms, but, um, Back to the, back to the, the genie pass though. I think, do you guys think that this will ever be revoked or do you think we're just too deep into the crawl and it's
0: just gotta run its course? I think we'll ever go back. No, I think that now the can of worms has been open that you can charge that they're okay charging for this. I don't think they're ever going to go back to it because it's a revenue stream. So no matter whether they're still, you know, doing well post pandemic or not, I think this is the revenue stream that they want to exploit yeah i i think
3: they're kind of at this point where they are we are like the uh towels and we're we're just getting squeezed uh with with the water and i think uh i even saw an article today i'm pretty sure if i read it correctly um it was it was that they were um maybe gonna start to uh lower the portion sizes for the food that they uh serve to oh, profit no, no, no. more. And, like, I was kidding? like, all right, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I saw that. And I was oh. like, wow, that's, like, that's, Wait, like, kind of... <laughs> that's, that's a lot. <laughs> Wait,
0: which service centers did you say?
3: Uh, there was nothing. I didn't read the article. I didn't say, like, anything in particular, but it said Disney, and I was pretty sure it was, like, a legit... It wasn't, like, a, yeah. a fake article or anything like no, that. No, no, I
0: believe it. I mean, they're definitely <laughs> using money out of everything. But, uh... Because look, look at what they did for um that new uh that new space restaurant. Look, it's like mm. there's barely anything you're getting, and it's like sixty dollars. So,
1: yeah, the problem at the end of the day, as uh, magical as this place seems, it's a business,
2: and money is king. And if you're not making it, you can't open your doors. So. I am expecting to see a churro at half size in five years. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I have noticed though, this is kinda like I this isn't their fault, this is Dasani as a company, but the water bottles are smaller now. Like you're gonna charge me that? Dasani tastes like fucking chlorine to begin with. And uh you're not even hydrating me. Come on, bro. Hey
3: hey, that's I mean, why I mean. you use the uh the universal tip B.
2: Oh yeah, all right, that's true. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who, uh, haven't seen or heard our last podcast, uh, Nolan, go ahead and repeat the greatest tip that's ever been given on a podcast for theme parks. Yeah.
3: yeah. So obviously South, I think South Florida, central Florida, um, it's very humid, it's very hot. And I mean, at least 10 months a year, it's, it's pretty gross out. So you get thirsty, you get a lot of cranky kids, you got everything going on. So instead of buying maybe four separate waters, whatever, you just buy one, go to the Coke refill stations, and it will give you ice-cold water, unlimited. You can bring in the bottles on rides in the lockers. Like, you don't have to throw it out. And you're chilling wow. for the whole day for, like, five bucks. This is the greatest thing that's ever been said. <laughs> that is amazing. TV. I love that it is so incredible. much. You need to write an article on that or something. That's fucking yeah, and Nah, nah. We keep it We keep it on the deal We keep on the <laughs> <Remember that. laughs> Yeah, and then you have money to buy any kind of desserts, You know, you're like, oh, I have 15 bucks. I say I can buy like two butter beers. Now, like, that would be nice. Yeah. Always, boy. boy. Yeah, you <laughs> know, Universal <laughs> will not do the don't do the portion size thing. I, I can
0: guarantee that. <laughs> no, well, and I think that's a great thing because Universal has an opportunity where they can position themselves against Disney. So where Disney is, you know, going all in in that direction of like upcharging and universal can really st- you know set themselves apart if they don't do that.
3: Yeah, and I think
0: it it's
3: it's wild because I think universal got lucky in the fact that they only have two theme parks, you know, and I mean Hollywood they have as well and international, but it's obviously not as even close to how big uh, Disney is. Right. So they kind of got lucky in the fact that for that reason and Disney is kind of playing catch up where Universal is kind of on the offense, power play, you know, where they have a new park coming in and they have all these
0: things that are kind of going well for them. So. Yeah. And, and just to touch upon this subject also of like, you know, revenue and, um, Disney, I saw that Chappic also announced that the first <laughs> four months of the Star Wars hotel are sold out. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, I uh... expected that.
3: Right. you know when it, uh, when it opens, or the first?
0: I don't know. I can look it up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but the, the, the thing March there is... March 1st. Let's see. Oh, yeah, sure. Star Wars.
3: So is it March, yeah. First? March 1st? Mar- yeah, March 22.
0: Oh, wow. oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, so, like, if we <laughs> you forgot, we talked about it a couple podcasts ago. These prices are exorbitant, um, and there's not that much to do. Um so, But, like, good for them if they sold it out. Um, We'll see. I mean, you know, I guess there was no doubt that they were going to sell out the first few months. But the doubt was how many times are they going to you know, get people to repeat? Uh, Are they going to be able to sustain it for the long term? I think that's still up in the air.
1: That's a really great point.
2: Um, I more than likely will not be shelling out the money for that. But I'm (laughs) interested to see the YouTube videos.
0: I, I wonder if they're going to let you go in if you're not a, a member. If you're not oh, I highly
2: member. doubt it. Yeah. I highly doubt it. I think there's going to be like a guard like 500 yards Reed. in front of the hotel. <laughs> right. Yeah, well,
1: like, usually, the you, you, I
3: was going to yeah. say, usually for their hotels, you need to have like a, a room or something to even just park yeah. there. So I, I,
2: got they... oh, I got a story.
0: I got a story about fucking finessing the guard. Oh, my. Anyway. OK, <laughs> go ahead. Can, he, <laughs> can just walk in, though? Like I, I've just walked into the hotels before. Yeah. Well, it depends on the yeah. hotel.
3: Yeah, yeah but It's not it's not as easy as like just, a, you know, like a regular or like a universal one, you know?
0: Yeah. So. Right. So like, that's going to be the question is if you can just walk in, I feel like that's what most people want to do. So I doubt that they're going to let you do that.
1: I don't know. I I think it's
2: interesting that it's in the park, great perk. I think they're doing a great job with trying to make the hotel 100% themed instead of, like, a section of it, um, with people being in character all the time. I love the idea of uh, immersion, but I don't love the idea of spending literally – a fucking rack on a place to sleep and you're there for maybe like ten percent of your vacation. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel well, about
0: it. It's so interesting because if this succeeds, then I think it opens the door for all these other properties to do the same thing. Like even Disney, you could do it for Avatar, you could do it for, you know, all the, the you know, the Disney cartoons, you do it for the the Avengers and then Universal could do it for Harry Potter, Jurassic World, all these different ones. Like I think this could be the next form of theme park entertainment if it succeeds.
2: I think you're absolutely right. And I have a feeling it's because, I mean, it's going to do well. I have a feeling it's going to do well. And if they end up offering, you know, uh, a 10% discount, people are going to jump on it because it's better than paying full price. So, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll win the lottery and fucking be able to tell you guys
1: firsthand, (laughs) but it's probably not going to happen.
3: So speaking of the lottery, so this week Disney, (laughs) um, so Disney unveiled these. Well, let me backtrack. So for anybody that is new to, um, the game, uh, there's these these things called NFTs, which are pretty much kind of collectibles, artwork, stuff like that. That kinda you get to own or buy additions and numbers is the whole thing, so anyways, so Disney this week announced that they're are um- they are releasing n f t artwork in celebration for disney plus day or something like that, so what they did this week is each and every day they have different um themes. Our artwork that they have. So I think Monday was based off the, the Simpsons. Tuesday um, was Pixar. Today was Marvel. Tomorrow was Star Wars, and Friday is like an unknown rare thing. And uh, it's actually pretty cool. They have um, uh, different pieces. Um, they're if you can get your hands on them, they're sixty dollars. And, and there was actually I showed a uh, Nick and Kyle um the Sorcerer's Hat, which is the landmark. In the past of MGM Studios, um, if you were able to get one, they were, at the time that I saw, they were going for at least 1000 and Obviously, the, the value of them will go a lot higher in the future. So, if you got one, just hold on and congrats. So, <laughs> so,
0: so, Nolan, just, can you explain a little bit further, just for people that don't know? So, you said you can buy it at sixty. But then you could resell it, right? For the thousand? Is that the, is that
3: how it works? Yeah, yeah. So pretty much it's $60 and each kind of theme has two different pieces of artwork. So it's pretty much like a mystery box or like a happy meal where you don't know which toy you'll get. <laughs> so, um, so yes, yeah, so you either get one or the other. Like today was, uh, Marvel and they had the Marvel Avengers logo as like the rare item and the unrare was, uh, an Iron Man statue or something like that.
0: So so there are only two of these for each of them, right? Is that how sure. it works? Yeah. So, so how would you, quote unquote, enter the lottery? Did it say?
3: Yeah, so pretty much um, there's a timer, and uh, I believe it's at 3 o'clock or 12 uh, at noon uh, Pacific time. And pretty much you just have to click it, and hopefully it works. Um, it is a little i'm not sketchy but just annoying um because i know other websites they just allow you to enter and it's pretty much like a raffle instead of just like some maybe like like nick was talking about earlier with bots and stuff like it's a lot more difficult this way to kind of secure or or have a fair shot you know so i'm gonna try it tomorrow again um and tomorrow's star wars so it's probably even a lot more people so hopefully i can get my hands on that would be kind of cool So.
0: So are so there are only two and so like let's say there are like a million people that are going in, is that that's like your odds, you know, two out of a million?
3: No, so there there's only uh I believe I mean I saw in the chat there was a lot of people commenting and stuff like that. There's like chats and everything. Um there's about there was about pff, I would say maybe a hundred thousand people maybe, maybe more than that. Um but there was up to I think it was like eighteen thousand items. For both combined. And oh, the so
0: cool they're, thing about... So there are
3: 18,000 yeah, yeah. items. I thought there were only two items. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If there were only two... That would be wild. That would be wild. Yeah. Well, the thing, though, is with these NFTs is if you get a, an edition that's, like, very low-numbered, especially, like, you're one or two, like, that that thing is, like, hella, hella prize Because I know the Sorcerer's Hat, that's, like, I think one or two, it's going for... Or they're at least really trying to sell it for at least like fifty thousand, which is pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. But they've they actually have they have a lot of different NFTs besides this Disney thing. And I was actually kind of surprised because I I heard about it, but it was, wasn't as talked about. Um, they have different Universal properties. Um, nothing like theme park wise, but um, there's different superhero things and stuff like that. So I feel like it might kind of. Get to somewhere because I think Disney kind of set the bar so but it actually is like pretty cool, like the nfts that you get you can like it's like a three sixty image you can move it around so it's it's something that's like pretty cool so
2: I think it's so interesting to me though how
1: the imagery that was made and sold as an nft would
2: Sell just as fast, or if not faster, as a tangible item in the parks. And it makes me wonder, because to me, I mean, I could go on, this is not about fucking, we're not a, a hedge fund fucking podcast, <laughs> but I do not like the idea of NFTs because a lot of people don't buy NFTs because of the artwork, because of the artist. They buy it as an investment with intent to make, intent to make money. Um, obviously that's the same thing happens in the real world with real art, but for the most part, people buy things because they enjoy it. It evokes emotion, whatever, yada, yada. It matches the couch, whatever it is. Um, but I, I do think it is strange though, that Disney has entered the NFT market. Cause this is, this is officially licensed products by Disney, right? Yeah. Okay. So I know if you've ever seen a movie in your life, maybe you know a guy named Quentin Tarantino. So Quentin Tarantino has an NFT of seven uncut scenes from Pulp Fiction right now. And it's so interesting how the NFT market is so hot that all these giant companies, big names and whatever, they're dipping their toes in it. Now, I have a feeling that this is going to be just the tip of the iceberg because obviously this is one of the most beloved uh, properties in Disney is known in every language, in every country, everybody loves it. And no matter what they put out, it's going to sell like hotcakes. So if you can get your hands on it, it's going to be worth a shit ton of money. But my problem is, is it worth getting your hands on for enjoyment rather than making money? I don't know. (laughs) So Nolan, real quick question. Uh, this is, if anybody wanted to find out, how to be notified about these drops specifically? Maybe they're into, you know, want to get one for themselves for Disney. How would they find this out?
3: Um, so the app is called V V V E V E. <laughs> um, and pretty much, uh, at least I just uh, got it today. But they did send me an email uh, a little bit before it actually dropped, and it told me kind of like what was dropping, um, like uh, where is it Disney? Yeah, like, for today, it told me about the Star Wars drop for the next day. So I believe if there's stuff that is, like, of high value or, like, something that's, like, very, like, a lot of people would be interested in maybe collecting it, they would probably send a email.
0: So VV okay. does it for, like, a ton of NFTs, like, for all over the, yeah, whatever yeah. it is? Yeah,
3: so it's, you guys, it's actually pretty cool. If you guys download the app, there's a bunch of stuff, like, uh, uh, that they have already, which I had no clue about. And it's actually a lot of cool things that, at least I've seen on there, so. That's pretty
1: cool. I've heard of Nifty Gateway, but I've I'd, I'd never heard of this before.
3: Is this new? Yeah, this is, this is I think, I think this is more based off, um, IPs and stuff like that. I don't really mm-hmm. see, um, like, independent work as of right now, but, um, that's kind of like where i'm looking at but it's definitely interesting because i i had no clue about this and there's a lot of interesting things that i think that could come from at least this app because this is just like you said it's just the start so
0: all right i'm really interested in seeing if like the nfts go away if they are a fad or if they're here to stay for a while that's what i'm curious about
2: I see it as – considering what Facebook's done with that whole metaverse thing, I think this is just the beginning of something that's going to just take over in a very – either negative or positive. It's for individuals to judge, but I think this is going to be here for a long time. That's just my opinion,
1: though.
0: Yeah, so like in in essence, it sounds like this is almost like the online version of art now or either Mm -hmm. art or like baseball cards, you know, something like that. Mm Yeah, it's
2: strange. It's hard to wrap your head around considering all of our lives we've seen nothing but, like, tangible stuff. So it's going to be, like, an adjustment period. But a lot of these kids, like, I think we – I don't want to say our – oh, our generation is the best generation because that's not true. But, (laughs) like, we grew up in a great gap, like a bridge period where we grew up in – without cell phones and sort of transitioned into it. Kids born today are born into this, like, weird – like almost like a plug-in universe where like ki- parents just throw iPads in front of their kids, they don't like teach their kids things anymore, they kind of like numb them with all this stuff. So what they've known is the internet. Their home is the internet. Like like during the pandemic, a lot of kids, they just love playing Fortnite with their friends, whatever. They don't <laughs> go outside and play football anymore. So right. like this whole thing, this whole new like way for them to interact with art and stuff is great for them. And I think that's going to be, like, the whole, like, wave and why it's going to take off. Like, I I don't agree with it at all, like, personally, but that's just who the fuck am I. But just, like, seeing trends and stuff, I just see it going skyward. Anyway, that was a ridiculously stupid rant for theme park (laughs) podcast, but... um, (laughs) Yeah. Interesting, uh... Nolan, if you get one, I'm going to be really excited for you because that's going to be fucking cool.
3: but yeah. uh, I'm curious to see what is uh, dropping on Friday, because they had all the other ones lined up already, but there's no nothing that's been said about it. So. Yeah,
0: but well, if Andre, it's like a Disney
3: Park thing, or that'd be kind of cool.
0: Well, didn't they have the Disney Park ones? Didn't you send that image to us?
3: Well, that one, those two were just... Uh, let me see. I know it was a sorcerer's hat, and the other one was... Uh, Oof, what was it? It was. Um Is that, that was the one? planet? Truck. Oh. oh no, it's it Elsa. It was so Elsa, yeah, yeah Elsa. Okay. So it was an Elsa doll or whatever the hell you call it. No, so like
0: <laughs> this one where it shows all Oh, I don't I I thought these were NFTs, but they it shows like Mickey and Minnie and Donald Duck and all these things, and they're at the parks.
2: Oh no, that's what I sent. That's the Fab fifty statues.
0: Oh gotcha.
3: Yeah, those yeah, are dope. But just, I feel like make that a thing. Anyway, good. Yeah, like something like those or something like and even in the future it doesn't have to be expensive, you know. I, I honestly like Nick is saying, like I I do agree with like what he's saying and I think if they could just make it where like just like a normal um, you know, like something you could buy like at the Disney theme park, you know, in a lot more uh uh quantity. I think if in then a lot more people would have it, and it just would be a lot more cool for a lot of people, you know, instead of just kind of limiting it and making it more of like a like collectible, extremely collectible thing. So,
2: well, I think and, it, listen, if you oh, go ahead, Kyle.
0: Oh no, no, I was gonna go say something else about the uh the Star Wars NFTs. So you finish this thought?
2: No, go ahead. That's cool. Oh, Sorry. I was gonna say
0: the R2D2 one. Uh or is the one that you showed us, and if you guys haven't seen it, you know check it out. It looks amazing it's gold, it looks incredible,
2: yeah, it is dope. It's really cool how they
1: got the uh the lighting effects as you'd see it in real life that's really fucking dope so um,
2: as as far as like merchandising goes, I noticed when I was in the parks recently um a lot of things that you find in the parks you can only get in the parks like even if you go on shop disney you're not going to find it um yeah, which no, no. makes it that much better because you know if you leave the park you're going to regret it if you don't buy it because you can't get it anywhere else so it sort of like forces you to think twice about your souvenir purchases but i just really quick before we move on i how do i wrap this up in a cohesive thought so the NFTs, this would be really cool. If they did, like, a 3D model of, like, the mountains of Disney, like Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, um, mm-hmm. Splash Mountain, that would be cool. Or if they did, like, uh, the facades of, like, uh, uh, Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean, like, I think people would scoop this stuff up, like, hot. Yeah. even if you did individual characters from each ride or whatever. Anyway, that could go on like, for days.
3: Go ahead. They, there's so many opportunities with that and I think that's one thing that they don't—they kind of lack I think especially with the creativity and stuff like that it's more so just like apparel and just like stuff you can put on your fridge you know like
1: mm. there's not as
3: many uh, things that you could buy like such I, like, I remember there was like, a, like the monorail things are like super cool to buy like, mm. stuff that Hell you could, yeah. like kind of just like own or like build you know that are based off the actual theme parks and I think that's something that Like, the thing that you just said is something that would be totally awesome. And there's so many things that you could do with that. Agreed 100%. Everything that I've ever purchased at
2: a theme park, I have purchased with the intent to display it. I didn't purchase it with the intent to put it in the closet and forget about it. I thought it was cool. And anytime somebody – Nolan is, like, the only person that ever fucking comes over to my house. Um, But every time he comes over and I get something new – um, he's a guy who has similar interests to me, so I like to show him what I got. He, you know, always it, hopefully fucking enjoys seeing cool shit like that. But it's, it's really interesting because when Disney makes merchandise, it feels like they just make it in, uh, uh, th- sort of like thoughtless, uh, like profit. So all, they're just thinking about dollar signs and making a t-shirt for $2 and selling it for 30 and I think they should just take a little bit more time once in a while. Because when they make something great, they hit on all fucking cylinders. The worst theme park that I've seen with with uh, merchandise is fucking universal. Dude, they have – besides <laughs> like Harry Potter, because they have some cool stuff in Harry Potter. The wands are amazing, broomsticks, all that, whatever. But outside of that, they lack heavily in that department. Every time you get off of a ride, I don't even look in the gift shops. There's no point. You're wasting your time. <laughs> Um. So yeah, I think the merchandising team uh, needs a lot of boosting because that's a huge way to generate revenue. And when somebody sees it in somebody else's home, oh, next time I go to Disney, I'm gonna get that whatever. It's just another way to add revenue and add memories and souvenirs, things to keep and pass on to generations, whatever. But again, who the hell am I? Just a guy on a podcast. Um. But uh, speaking of sharing things, uh do you guys have anything else to say on NFTs before we move on?
0: Nope.
2: Okay, so really fast, um, I'm going to post a picture of this on my Instagram uh, story because I just fucking love it. I got a book – I have a lot of books that are just fucking amazing, but I haven't uh, uh, taken a dive into it yet. But it's a book called – what is it? It's kind of a cute story, and it's the story of Rolly Crump, who is one of the original Imagineers (laughs) at Disney – and this guy is like basically fucking Houdini, but taken seriously and a really brilliant mind. He had involvement in almost any original Disney attraction that you can think of, obviously in Disneyland mainly. Um, but it's a, if you're interested out there, if you like reading, if you like, um, books on stuff like that, it's, it's, looks like it's gonna be absolutely incredible. I'll give you a full review once I get into it. But that's that's a recommendation that I got. Super excited to dive into that.
1: I that believe
2: somebody has
1: a debate. Anybody? So yeah we actually
0: we got we have two debates I believe. Yeah. Ooh, I got two. So Nick, that's that book sounds great, first of all. I mean that's really interesting. Um second of all, so let's dive into our first debate. So We always talk about, you know, different theme parks and, you know, what we like about certain ones we've been to. Um, But I want to propose the question. um, If you could go to what if you can go to a theme park around the world that you haven't been to, which one would you want to go to?
1: Okay, I think I know. Nolan, you want to go first?
3: You let me go. (laughs) Um, I think that it's the same answer. I think, but <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm hoping that we don't all agree on the same answer.
3: <laughs> I,
1: you, go, you go, first. It's it's definitely Disney Tokyo Sea, hundred percent, all day.
0: Why? So what's what's great about it?
1: That is touted
2: as the best Disney park on the planet. They have – first of all, if you – I can sum this up in one ride. They have a Journey to the Center of the Earth ride there that it looks like the greatest ride in the entire world. Uh One day, I'll get on it. But that's all you need. YouTube videos, bang. Case closed.
1: Wow. It's definitely the most detailed park that they've ever built, too.
3: Yeah, um, so Nick obviously saw my answer. Um there's so many cool things about that place. Um just the architecture especially it's just mm-hmm. insane there. Um and the rides that they have, like uh Pirates of the Caribbean is like totally insane. Um I'm trying to think what else they have. It's maybe honey mansion. There's a couple other other rides that are obviously like the Disney uh stones, but they are kinda different in their own way and they're just way cooler. Um and, and it's just wild how like I just I just can't wrap my head around like how far advanced they are where they can't do the same thing in at least where it actually started, you know it's one thing if like they build it there and then like they get it over here or something, but like it's like a whole it's like they're living in like twenty years in the future <laughs> uh Kyle, before you go just really fast, the only reason it's a newer park, obviously.
2: But the only problem with going uh to that, like, level of uh futuristic technology, I don't know, that's not the right term, but whatever, we're going to run with it. Uh, the park, Disneyland especially, it has far too many people who are purists. And if you took out, like, the Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean and restripped it to be something more modern, <laughs> people would have a fucking heart attack. <laughs>
3: so I, don't, I just don't think
2: we'll ever see it.
3: Yeah, no, no, I, I, would I agree with that. I was saying more towards, like, uh, stuff that they do build, like, that's, like, new, that is not, like, what they have now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, like, then, like, roll with that. Yeah, because if if you, uh, you take down one of the OGs, then, uh, you get field break on your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, Kyle,
2: what's
0: your answer? I'm curious. So mine is also in Japan. Um, I would have to say <laughs> Universal Japan, Ooh. just because I know that they have supposedly the best um, Harry Potter World. Um, they actually have a replica of the Black Lake um, that they're supposed to like in the movies. You know, they cross the lake to get to the school. You know that one. So like they supposedly had like an incredible replica of that. Um, supposedly it's like a, a huge spot. Um, it's, it's like the, the actual, um, in the actual Hogwarts, the castle looks amazing. Um, obviously right now it's the only place in the world that has Super Mario Brothers, um, uh, or a Nintendo World. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, I just, I think that that would be a great place to go and just to see the different rides they have. And uh, that, that would be really awesome.
1: Uh, Nolan, is this the park that, yeah, it
2: definitely is the park. Is this the park that you sent pictures of covered in snow? Hogsmeade covered in snow?
3: Um, it's not Isn't Beijing. It universal Beijing? Oh, okay, never mind. Am I, it was, it, it was either China or Japan. I don't know off the top of my head, but it was one of those, and, like, it was very weird to look at. <laughs> I, I, like, had a, like, double take, and it looked so cool. Like, I'm not sure if they actually still operate in the parks, because um, obviously <laughs> they don't want to do that problem in here or California. But uh, it was just such a cool thing to kind of look at, like, the pictures that they shot. And I was just like, yo, like, if that happened down here, that'd be, like, the sickest thing ever I'm looking at the pictures right now and I'm literally in awe. Um,
2: it's in, it's in Beijing. Um, and from what I know, they did shut the park down at one point because of, uh, I, I just assumed it wasn't safe, but god damn, that is amazing. Look at that. Holy smokes. (laughs) Yeah. And
3: I think, I think a cool thing too, uh, with both of our answers with, uh, just traveling to Japan or China, wherever you go, or not North Korea, but, like Japan, <laughs> especially like, um, just just, just like uh, oh, it's I like you're actually that. you're still actually in like a Disney Universal Park, so you kind of still feel like it, but you're culturally in like a whole different atmosphere, yeah. and it probably is like a such a surreal surreal feeling, and like going through like the rides and everything, and just, it'd be kind of just wild to kind of go through that. I know especially, like, we always joke around and stuff like that. But uh, Tim Tracker, um, he had, like, one or two vlogs that I think was, like, a couple years back that he went to. I know Disney, I'm not sure about Universal, but the vlog that he did, I remember especially. It was just so cool to kind of just, like, watch uh, his point of view and just, like, an American going through that. It was pretty cool. Um,
2: I'm going to have to check that out because I miss that. That sounds amazing. That was well said, by the way.
1: Um, Monday Boys, the plane, Japan, Mickey Mouse. That's it.
0: That would be incredible. Yeah,
1: that, that's <laughs> that would be fuck, awesome. I can't even speak. That's so amazing.
3: Um, all right, Nolan, what you got, kid? All right, so we got a debate slash history portion back to back. So I'm gonna start with. The first history portion, and on this day, which is November tenth, um, twenty eleven, which is ten years ago, the Osborne family lights made its debut. Um, I know Kyle had questions on that because I'm not, I'm pretty sure he's never ex- or he never experienced it at the time, but I think we discussed it either the last podcast or the podcast before, and pretty much it was just based on. Where, 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 uh, what was that section of the park called at Hollywood Studios, Nick? It's like, I forget off the top I'm of my head. I'm just
2: thinking the back lot, but I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head either.
3: Yeah, it's it was before obviously Star Wars Land, and um, it had all these kind of buildings. It, it was very similar to Universal, uh, the New York, New York section of the park. yeah. And it's pretty much like Disney's version of that. And what they did was, uh, this family had all these lights and we just have to look at pictures because what we say is not even close. And it was just like the, especially when it was cold outside, which is so cool to kind of walk around. It was just insane because especially down here, uh, Kyle doesn't really understand it as much because I know up north is totally different, but they don't really, we don't really have a lot of this stuff like that down here, uh, with the lights and just decorations and all that. So going to that with with the weather and all that was just a really cool experience to walk
1: through. I mean, no one hit it on the head. The Osborne light if you've ever done
2: uh if you live in Florida and you've ever done one of those drive through uh <laughs> like light shows, um it's sort of like that, but on absolute steroids. It it is the it probably was the greatest uh Christmas event in the state. Fuck Santa's enchanted forest. No offense to anybody on <laughs> like reinforced. But, um, um, it, it was, it was a really good time. They would shoot, uh, like fake snow. I guess it was just like soap bubbles. But it, it was just, it was a really great time. Most of the time you went in Florida, it was cooler. It was like 79 degrees instead of 90. That yeah, was probably like in the 50s. But it was, some of my greatest memories as a kid come from, from that. So, uh, Nolan, good call
1: on that. It's a shame that they don't have it anymore, but.
3: Yeah, so, Kyle, do you have any questions? I know you were curious kind of about it, especially because you kind of didn't know about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, I was just kind of wondering, you know, what it was in general, um, like how long they had it up for, um, things like that.
2: From what I remember, Nolan, do you remember that being a separate ticketed event? I think you had to pay to get into it, right?
3: I don't think so. I, I could be wrong, or maybe because we had annual passes, it was included. Mm. But I don't think so. I could be wrong, though. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures right now. Oh, you just sent one.
2: Look at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy Christmas cheer. Jesus Christ, that's insane. Look at all the people. Wow, dude.
1: Um, yeah, so. How- oh, go ahead.
3: Yeah, just real quick. It ended in 2016, uh, January 2016, so up to March 2015. Um, and it just, I'm just trying to see if, uh, different facts and stuff, but, um, it had over 16 million colors displayed. Which wow. is kind of insane to think, think about.
2: Bro, the electric bill. Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like uh, this is kind of like fireworks, but just for like a light
3: show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I believe they had a show as well too with lights, right? Yeah, it was synced to music. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Damn, dude, bro! I'm literally in my head. I'm like on t- on my dad's shoulders right now,
1: <laughs> being care to see if people. This is nuts, dude! Holy shit! Talk about memories. Wow. So, I can't believe it's been that long. Jesus Christ. Alright, it's like a nostalgia. <laughs>
2: Get me out of here.
3: So um, obviously I have the debate portion and it reflects based off this, uh, history portion. So my question is, this is, this is a little bit tough because you're gonna have to really, you just have to really think about it. So each park, Disney Universal, doesn't have to be either it just has to be that specific event or time of year so my question is which portion of the year slash holidays like what event is your favorite that e- either park does so there's so many um you do like I yeah, like uh new year's at either park or something you know something like that or there's there's so many things that they they pull off each year.
1: Oh,
2: I know uh, what Nick's is. Kyle, well, okay. Yeah, you do. So I'm going to let Kyle go first. Kyle, go ahead.
0: No, no, you go first, Nick. It's okay. So
2: obviously obviously, the greatest uh, Halloween event in the United States, because I've never been anywhere else in Halloween, um, it, it's Halloween Horror Nights. That's a given. Uh, we've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast. If you've never been, it's worth experiencing. If you're into that, if you don't like spooky stuff or haunted houses... Uh, I wouldn't recommend it, but as a sidebar, um, the Food and Wine Festival is great. The Festival of the Arts at Epcot is better. Um, it is, I think it's relatively new as far as, uh, events go for Disney. It goes from, I believe, the middle of January to the end of February slash beginning of March. And it's basically the same thing as the Food and Wine, great food stands and all that, but just add art on top of it. Um, I have never been anywhere in a the theme park on New Year's. Kyle or Nolan, have you guys? Well, Kyle's been, hey, Kyle, you've been to fucking Times Square. What am I saying? There's nothing <laughs>
0: better than that. Yeah, well, I I mean, I've walked by Times Square. I've never waited because, I mean, that's insane. They have to wear diapers. Yes. You can't get out of the line. Like, since, like, 5 a.m., it's nuts.
3: <laughs> yeah, I believe, I was, I think I was there for New Year's one year at Universe, I'm pretty sure.
0: What
3: was that like? Um, To be honest, it was kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, they didn't do
0: anything?
3: Yeah. I mean, they did, but it's like it wasn't, you know, like so many the other pl- places where have like s- huge things popping off, you know, like there's only a certain like thing that they could, like it was just like, I think like a water show or something like that. And like they had like fireworks and, you know, like it, you know so I don't, right. I've i been there for I think 4th of July too which is pretty cool but...
0: so my answer would have to be um, the holidays or the Hoolidays at Universal <laughs> I, I just I love the way the park looks uh, during you know the holidays um, especially you know Harry Potter World um, you know Dr. Seuss you know they, they get all you know they're uh dressed up there you know they have that the show uh, the Grinch and You know, the whole park just kind of, like, feels like it's, you know, sparkles in a way, and just, I I think that's really special, and, you know, they break out, you know, the huge Christmas tree and everything, and so it just definitely gets you, like, in the holiday spirit, you know?
2: Agreed 100%. If you want to watch uh, what I would, probably one of the better shows that Universal puts on, the Grinchmas thing is, is always a good time. They do a good job with that.
0: Yeah, that was a lot of fun, that one. Um, yeah. and then also, don't they have those, um, uh, like the holiday, like float museum now, right? They have that in that big warehouse. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's pretty cool.
3: It's weird. Well, well, actually, no, I think that was just for last year because of COVID. They didn't have uh, a parade. And I think this year they are having the no, parade. Think,
2: are they? I thought that they were doing the same, uh, parade, I mean, uh, show building
3: thing. Interesting. Okay, hey, that's news to me, I, so... I, yeah, I could be wrong on that.
2: Don't, don't quote me on it. If it happens, <laughs> well, i would-
3: I, <laughs> I also know that they're, uh, ma uh, moving the Grinch show to where the Blue Man group show was at.
1: That's oh, really interesting. Shit. Oh, they got more real estate to work with. Alright.
0: So I would assume it's only for this year and then they're gonna try to find a permanent tenant, right? More than I would likely, yeah. Ass- Cause if there's be- so much money yeah. to be made. You know, in that show, in that building. Yeah. I wonder what could go in there. That's interesting, too. Another hotel. No, I'm kidding. Because no, <laughs> it's gotta be a show that, or something that, you know, can be done, you know, the whole year. That people yeah. are gonna wanna see.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I mean, we talked about this a while ago, but I think their best bet. Um, if they can do a ride, but just like a Broadway show, I think that'd be yeah. pretty cool because they don't have either in a uh, Universal or Disney, and they have a lot of properties that they could use. And I think it'd be a huge hit and something, um, not even just like the Blue Man Group because I know it was popular. But if you have a Broadway show that's like spectacular, you'll never have a problem selling tickets.
0: No, one, I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, do you get like a Jersey Boys or something in there? I mean, that would be incredible. Agreed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I, was, I was thinking Boys? more of like a
3: no, nah, Jersey Boys is fine, but more like a a theme, Universal theme.
0: I'm just. Like I would think, say like, maybe what? Harry Potter.
3: But I mean, from... yeah, for but sure. Harry Potter's
0: it's such a huge show. It's two parts, and you got to come back for two days. I don't think that would work at Universal. Oh, just short, Indy. Thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thirty minute version. For boy, <laughs> the point is, the The Fast the... and Furious musical, <laughs> hosted by. Yeah,
3: Pat. Some... <laughs> yes, Pat. What something, are you saying? No? no, I was gonna say some, something like that would be cool. I don't know. They'll, they'll figure something out. Hopefully, Br- bring but, back uh...
0: Spider Man. Turn off the dark. <laughs> Kyle, I was
2: looking at something the other day about that. What a fucking fiasco. Holy oh, smokes.
0: It's, it's incredible. I read the book on it. They had a whole book. It's crazy. Just the things I, that went on there is nuts.
2: Yeah, I'm, we're not going to get into detail on that, but god damn,
0: that was nuts. <coughs> were you back like that? The Ghostbusters show? Remember when you said the Ghostbusters show? Oh, first yeah. Open? I see, Kyle, think you I thinking about I it. Think,
3: I, think, I think their best bet would maybe do like a mixture of yeah. like... 30-minute segments of something. I, I don't know. I'm not a producer of, of shows or Broadway shows, but I think that would be pretty cool. And I think with Universal especially, they're pretty good with their shows when it comes to comedy and kind of uh, experiences with, like, guests and audiences and whatnot. I think that that's something that they sell with, and I think that's something that they could kind of pull off. So yeah, who knows?
0: No, I, mean, I think you're 100% right. I think a Broadway show in going in there paired with like, you know, the new comedy um, SNL thing, you know, the club that's coming in, you know, to city walk. I mean, that would really help to upgrade the nightlife. I mean, a lot.
3: The only
2: problem that I see with that though, is the uh, show building itself is outside of the park. So it would have to be a separate ticketed thing unless they did like a backway entrance into it through, uh, what is that? Rip Ride Rocket. I think you could probably snake people in there.
0: But, well, isn't uh, wasn't a uh, Blue Man Group a separate ticket?
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. So I don't think you could do something that would incorporate day guests. I think it would have to be right. like a separate ticketed event. Um, but yeah, what the heck was the original question? I don't even remember what you asked.
3: Oh, <laughs> the f- festival shit. What your favorite yeah,
2: time so, was?
3: Okay. You got to answer, yeah, so. of
1: course.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Kyle kind of hit it pretty good. Um, just walking around christmas time cold weather when it actually is cold down here going to the theme parks is like an awesome experience um that's probably the best time to visit however um horror nights obviously top tier but based off my personal experience and kyle's it yeah. is actually kind of wild that <laughs> me and kyle have experienced something that nick has never done which is kind of mean? kind of crazy. So every year Universal especially nowadays it runs pretty long but uh they have their own sort of uh pachanga and they have this Mardi Gras event that they they run every year and especially last year that they um announced uh the kind of their own sort of festival of uh eatery and drinking around the world uh, their own version of it rather than disney's um and they got really good reviews. I know Nick went uh he said it was pretty cool they have all these cool options, but they have a really cool um mardi Gras parade and uh how when was it 20... 2017. 2017. so it's coming up on five years, which is kind of insane but yeah. um I remember we got to go on a Mardi Gras float, and I, shit you not, I I honestly believe there was f- at least 5,000 necklaces on that thing, is that, is that accurate?
0: 100%, there were so many necklaces, everyone had <laughs> and, like 100 of them.
3: And it was just like, and it was unlimited ammo, and it was just the coolest thing ever, like, it was backstage, um you were like in the parade you just it was such a cool time and like that's like a top tier moment that like it's hard to top honestly and it was it's something that if you can do like you should do like if you get asked so
0: and the necklaces you toss them into the crowd and these people go wild it. Like, <laughs> like a like a t-shirt at a game you know like people tackle each other you know for the t-shirts <laughs> that's what it was
3: yeah, and I remember, I remember a couple of times we were, uh, I'm not sure, it might have been the Transformers, you we were trying <laughs> to, uh, stick it on uh, Optimus Prime. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, if I get kicked off property, it'll be worth it. <laughs> oh, percent <100%. laughs> Yeah, I was playing Ring Toss with Optimus Prime, it was late. Oh. Oh my like, uh... god. <laughs> That's gotta be
2: a meme somewhere. Alright, that first of all, let me let's just backtrack for a second. I remember Nolan telling me about this ages ago and I think I was gonna do it, but for whatever reason, I canceled the reservation and I didn't go. And now that you said it, I am so jealous of you guys because that sounds like so much freaking fun. So did you, were you guys, did they give you costumes to dress up as? Yeah, <laughs> Just the flow. Yeah, they did. Yeah,
3: we were, I think we were like the Chinese fire dragon or something like that. Ooh,
2: that's so cool. So
3: we, we looked, like, uh, kinda like we were like in the China pavilion at Ep- Epcot pretty much. <laughs>
0: like the long flowing like dresses,
3: you know? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah.
2: So how many, how many of, uh, Would you guys go with like a group of
3: what, like five, six? Yeah, it was five, I think. Five plus. Yeah, five plus.
2: Damn, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah,
3: and so it, it was... is it... It was crazy, because, like, I was like, oh, like, whatever, this would probably be kind of lame, like, we could maybe do it, and, like, I didn't realize how cool it was. So, it was a Passholder exclusive thing, right? Um, I It was a, a while ago, but I believe so, yeah. And it, it was something... It was something that's pretty, I think, simple to sign up for because I don't know if a lot of people know about it. And I know especially uh, – I think they even asked some guests if they don't have enough uh, during the day, like when it gets closer to the parade and they don't have enough. They, like, maybe would go around or maybe could, like, uh, go up to the uh, office or desk, wherever it is, to ask them about it also.
0: Well, Nolan, wasn't there some type of, like, radio thing involved? Like, didn't you, like, call into a radio station or something? <laughs>
3: No, no, I, I don't know, that wasn't, that wasn't for that, I don't know what kind of parade you're no. Oh, I
0: thought that's what Dude, you Just said. one, oh, three, two, six to be in the parade. I'm, I, I'm, the name
3: this 90s probably, tune. It, it's Pat, the answer is Pat. Pat, oh god. <laughs> no, nah, maybe, maybe I said that as like a joke or something. Oh, uh, you might have, and if we just didn't know any better. <laughs> yeah, but not, <laughs> street maybe. maybe. No, it, it's a uh, annual pass holders. Um, they were just like you probably have to just enter online, and I don't. I'm not sure honestly if it was like you had to wait, or it was if you just have to get there early enough to sign up. So, but it it was it was so cool, and just I'm pretty sure they're they're gonna do this this year because I'm not sure if they had the parade last year for COVID. But I mean it was just so cool doing that, and um it was actually pretty long. I remember. It was, I forget exactly where it went, but it was just, it, it, I think we had to get there around maybe like 435-ish, and we didn't finish until like maybe 8 or so. Oh,
1: damn. All right. that It was it, though.
0: Yeah, and then we waited in the Barney section. <laughs> Remember the old Barney section?
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: That was pretty cool. I felt like I was back at Hormead,
3: man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That was, it was pretty, it was really cool, though. Like, that was a great
3: time. Yeah, I'm okay. telling you, be, Fuck you get, get Mike the Banker on that, and I'll be talking to him like uh, he's getting <laughs> stuffed animals, be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. yeah, it was. It's an awesome, awesome experience. Hopefully they bring it back one day. Yeah, well, I I definitely know they had it for before COVID happened. So if they have, if they have the parade again, maybe they'll do it. I know, especially now they don't even have any mask mandates for any of, (laughs) any of that. So I would assume it's a good possibility, but who knows? So. Yeah, you guys got anything else? Uh, recently watched a last uh, little tidbit,
2: recently watched a Tim Tracker video of him going to Universal Hollywood for Horror Nights and I'll be honest he's not really like I don't watch him that much but he's not really like a negative guy by any means like he kind of seems to be unbiased but he did not look like he had a good time it was such a weird video to watch because every house he got out of he was like that's it it's done (laughs) And he kind of, like, had food, and he was kind of, like, not really praising the food that much. It was really strange. He's not really a guy that does that, but it was a bad rap for Universal Hollywood, so
1: there's that. So I won't be going. (laughs) Thank you, Tim.
3: Kyle, you got anything? Nothing?
0: No, I don't think so. I think we covered everything. All right,
3: cool all right well hopefully you guys enjoyed listening as always make sure you follow us on twitter instagram tiktok at for amusement or for amusement T- or podcast um also wherever you listen to us on whether it be spotify apple podcast anywhere else make sure you subscribe to us and as always we see we will see you guys next week peace